It's the Pacific Rim Pro Wrestling Podcast, the podcast that takes you from Seattle to Tokyo and all points throughout history. From the Seattle area, it's Jim Valley, and we go across the Pacific Ocean, the Pacific Rim to Tokyo, Japan, and Tokyo is Japan's most important journalist, historian, and right now, best-selling author and historical book, so I guess all those three titles come together right now. It's Fumi Saito. How are you, Fumi? Hello from Tokyo. The book doing well? Yeah, real well right now. That's great. That's Yeah. You know, I, mean, I don't brag about it, but, uh, no, but yeah, I'm glad it's selling well. No, I mean, obviously, you know, it's how you make money, and money's important, but also what's important to you is that the knowledge gets out there. You, It's very important to you, isn't it? Yeah, I, I believe we're old enough that uh, it's our role to hand this our experience down down to the next generation. And I believe that, that the wrestling fans are getting younger and younger. And it's good to see the origins. That? Well, with the origins of... Japanese pro wrestling still alive in Antonio Inoki and still active in New Japan and All Japan. It's good to see that they can still have a, a live connection right. to history. It's, it's New Japan. Today's New, New Japan isn't exactly Antonio Inoki's New Japan. No. Today's All Japan pro wrestling isn't exactly Jan Baba's All Japan pro wrestling, but it's the same logo and same company. It's kind of like, you know, the corporate that... The, Ownership changes, but the legacy remains. But it's not quite swept away. It's not quite a distant memory, I guess is my point. And also, Old Japan and New Japan this year, both companies having this 50th year anniversary feeling, yes. Both companies started back in 1972, so 50 years, oh my gosh. You know, it's the same logo, and it's, it's a good thing. It's a good thing in wrestling. We'll get into some All Japan and New Japan stuff coming up, but first, sure, wanted sure. to start with the what we talked about last time. It's taking place the Hanakamura Memorial Show. You did color commentary for it. <laughs> yeah, I got a I got a little twitters from you know like English speaking world when I, uh, I had to explain the complicated rules of this intergender eleven team tag team battle royal thing, and uh, and yeah, the fight TV. You know, wanted somebody, you know, to explain the rules, you know, in different matches. And uh, yeah, Kyoko Kimura really asked me, while I'm doing the commentary in Japanese, uh, when you get a chance, explain the rule and then little bits and pieces here and there, you know, just uh, throw some English commentary in there. So I said, yes, yes, ma'am, you know. And uh, yeah, I think I, uh, I, I came out okay, I guess. Not many people can do that. Maybe Chris Charlton. <laughs> very few. Yeah. Oh, I'm very fortunate. Thank you. No, very few. And also, I'm, I have to tell you, you know, I mean, over the air, that it's, I'm so happy that we're doing Pacific Rim again. Yeah, me too. Me too. It's been, yeah, it's been too long. Let's bring it back to the regular schedule soon. Yeah, I've got a new microphone. I've got a new mixing board new sound yeah. to help my voice hopefully to make it as pleasant as possible and yeah let's <laughs> great, great. We're, we're cranking these things out so talk about okay talk about the show what was the experience like yeah bagus uh the the show is called hana kimura memorial match bagus bagus is the indonesian term for all right or great or you know that kind of thing the best that's a bagus the word Kimura uh, family, you know, actually used in everyday life. So, yeah, the term in Indonesian language, Bagus. How was the turnout for the show? It was good. It was, you know, school night, Monday night, and uh, it wasn't completely sold out, Kora came, but who, the people who wanted to come, came. Yeah. And the atmosphere is great. And also, we have to point out the fact that we're still in Japan. We're still doing the social distance seating and wearing masks inside the building and uh, no loud cheering. Oh, that's changing right now, but the, the situation is still there. Does that make sense? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But uh, people sat there and enjoyed 
or did we start uh, with the moment of silence? And wrestlers from one, two, three, four, nine different wrestling companies, you know, gathered. Yeah. From All Japan Pro Wrestling to Okinawa Pro Wrestling, the DDT, the uh, NOAA, the Triple Six, the Wave, you know, Sendai Girls, the, you know, PRJ, all these different, nine different companies are all friends of Hana Okyoko. It was great. So talk about... And also, Kagetsu, your favorite wrestler, you know, retired professional wrestler, used to be female, Kagetsu. She, he, he did the announcement that uh, this is who he, he is today. Uh, as, you know, you, uh, Ishino, really legally changed his name and legally changed and, and he became male. And just very, very inspiring. Yeah, it sounds like it was inspiring all around. I mean, it reminded me a lot of the last show. There were some touching moments. There were some fun mm -hmm. moments, exciting. Mm -hmm. They really mm -hmm. do a nice job, I think, as far as the right tone at the right time. Yeah, and it all really tells you that how much Hana was loved and how many friends Kyoko has, you know? Yeah. Yeah, they all these even not just wrestlers, but the ring crews and the sound people, referees, uh, who are all you know people involved in, with the show. It's not even a wrestling company. It's just people gathered, volunteered to put the show together, and it was a wonderful show. So there were a lot of people in the uh, the tag team, the opening match. Um, yeah, Mensore Oyaji against Kenlo. Yeah. Kenlo of Pro Wrestling Noah and Mensore from uh, Okinawa Pro Wrestling. If you knew the story, that the, actually these two uh, have history, uh, meaning that the, when Kenlo was, Pro Wrestling Noah's Kenlo, he, he debuted, you know, with Michinok Pro Wrestling, if you remember. Yeah. Yeah, uh, he was. He was Shin, Shinzaki in your country, <clears throat> Hakushi, right? Right. Kenwo was Hakushi's protege. And the, just as soon as Kenwo debuted, he was sent to an excursion, okay? But not into overseas, but he was actually sent down to Okinawa Pro Wrestling. And he had another identity under the mask, rookie Kenwo I'm talking about. He wore a mask had different identity and had 300 matches in one year and came back to Michinoku Pro Wrestling. A different kind of excursion. I mean, you would go to maybe Mexico, you go to California or, you know, New Japan, Young Lion being sent to di different places, right? In Ken O's case, he was sent down to Okinawa Pro Wrestling because Shinzaki and Super Dolphin were friends. And that's when Mensore Oyaji and Ken O had this just series of matches, both being rookie and all these things. And, and they finally oh, went around the world, came back once and twice, maybe. And then now Mensore Oyaji actually works in Tokyo with another identity, too, under the mask. It's just a story. It's just different. I mean, just, you know, uh, wrestling is very interesting if you follow it a long time. And yeah. also, Ken O is such a serious character, right? Right. And, and he, he kind of broke, and you know, and then he he went along with you know Ben Sole Oyaji's funny character during the match too. Then came back to his seriousness and kicked him. You know, and it was really, really like a great opening. And this intergender eleven team tag team battle royal was like a, it was like a showcasing everybody's character. I mean, twenty two wrestlers went in and did their stuff. I mean, different spots in, during the battle royal situation, male or female, it's just correct. Right. Yeah. Not just professional, but the, they work like they were wrestling fans themselves. Does that make sense? Yeah. As I, as I watch all these tag team matches, these battle royals, they've done this before. Yeah. Stardom has done it. Did Kyoko yeah. Kimura, did she book this show? All this match? Yeah, I think so. And also, 
uh, all these wrestlers had the had idea what they wanted to do that night. Yeah. There's a lot of coordination. If, if, if Hiroyo, you know, Hiroyo Matsumoto comes in, she'll do her stuff. Or the old Japan's Shotaro Ashino, the, the former college wrestling champion, he'll come in and do his stuff. Then the ex, you know, the unannounced guy, like a Koji Kanemoto comes in, of course he'll be Kanemoto. You know, and just this wonderful thing, just chemistry and that the Kanemoto, you know, just a new, you know, former New Japan superstar, right? Yeah. He comes in and makes sure that he touches people that he hasn't worked with, you know. And a lot of the male wrestlers wanted to come in and touch this Kanemoto, touch meaning like a, I mean, he's a legend in the ring, right? Well, of I'm going to come in and do my stuff on him. It's right. Just, it really clicked. Yeah. No, it seemed like everybody was in the right place as far as what they were doing, meaning they and, did the right and stuff. They were having a great time yeah. themselves. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, when you think about this 11-team intergender packed in Battle Royal with 22 wrestlers, right? Would it be possible for everybody to throw their stuff in? And they did, you know. Very smooth. Did uh, were yeah. you backstage at all to see any of the planning, or did you pretty much just stay? Uh, for- no, I uh, had to do the uh, go up to the balcony because I was doing the, uh, the the commentary, live commentary on Japanese streaming, and that same footage will stream onto Fight TV feed, right? So I had to go through. I mean, like, mic testing and other junk, you know, like, since, like, 90, 90, you know, 90 minutes before the show. Gotcha. And also, because of COVID, that the day wanted to have as little, I mean, uh, less people as possible down the back, you know, that the dressing room area. Yeah, you want to be safe. I just didn't know how it all, how it all came together. Oh, I'm, I'm sure they had great time putting a battle royal together. You know, like, like ah, I just, you yeah. know, they're having a great time then. Yeah. And then uh, Jungle Kiona had her opponent. Jungle Kiona uh, came, came back and then uh, unannounced. Her opponent was also X, that then unannounced. And uh, who would that be? And then uh, she grabbed the house mic and said, Kyoko-san, Kyoko-san, you know. I want to have a match with you. Then Kyoko Kimura said, no, I've been retired five years, and uh, there was reason for retiring. My body's busy. I can't do anything in that, meaning like I can't, I cannot go into the ring, you know, and do anything. You, know, you can't expect to wrestle. And, uh, then Jungle still insisted, but I want to have a match. My first match back has to be against you, right? Then Kyoko, it was funny. Look, I'm wearing sandals. Actually, he was, she was. He's, she, she's wearing. You know, give me a few minutes. I'm gonna go go put my shoes on. Then she Kyoko really left to put her you know regular sneakers on because she really had sandals. You know, and uh, while Kyoko went backstage to put her shoes on, that's when Kagetsu now uh, you Ishino came in and announced uh, that announced to make and uh, gave the news and it just was in, really inspired because it was a hint that the that the Kagets might be doing something as Oedo Tai that night. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Which he did. Yeah. So the Jungle Kyona uh, Kyoko you know, I mean, I'm sorry Kyoko Kimura match was really, really inspiring. Although there wasn't much flying drop kick or anything like that, but it was having these two wrestlers in the ring and just telling stories by wrestling. You know what I'm saying? How did Kyoko look? What'd you think? She didn't do all that much, right? But I believe that the, you know some of the like older veteran going in the ring and have match and doesn't do much, but he almost looked like. He or she did a lot. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Some of these people, uh, have, they don't do so much, that much things, but holding headlock, takedown, and then uh, just or, or the test of strength, or you know, or, or simple big boot or something. It just each and every spot meant something, and 
he was of course Django Kyoko's night, but it was very you know it's really nice that the, the, the Kyoko Kimura actually came out of retirement unannounced, and people were like really cheering. And it probably had to be uh, those two because did you know that um, Mom Kyoko Kimura and Django Kyona were two people who were there when Hana left. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, those two were there when that really that morning when that happened. Yeah, and then so it had to be those two. Yeah, and Jungle. That's, yeah, it's as if, right, you know, Hannah allowed it. You know, uh, it's uh, up there, right? I'm not saying I can see anything like that, but uh, you can feel the presence. I mean, I don't want to sound hokey about it, but uh, sometimes you have to say that, yes, you feel the presence of her. Yeah, and if there was a match, it was going to happen. It was going to huh? be that match. Because, yeah, Jungle Kiona yeah. was was close to Hana and obviously Kyoko. Oh, Kimura's. yeah, and then that's why she, uh, Jungle, could not go back to the ring right away. I said, I just, she wasn't ready. Yeah. Then she had real bad knees. And uh, it was one year and seven months to date that the, this was the first time she had any wrestling match in 570 some days or something like that. Yeah. She looked great. Yeah. Lost weight. She looks good. Good for her. Yeah, yeah, but she still has to work on her knees. She she had two big operations, you know, surgeries, and actually she wasn't physically ready to actually wrestle that night, you know, yet. But it had to be this night that she put on the costume for the first time in two years and go in the ring and make sure that she wants to do this again. It was her... You know, like survival too, you know, from all these. Yeah, and this is going to yeah. be a very forgiving crowd and a very supportive crowd right now. So, yeah, yeah. it was a good time to and do it. And she almost left wrestling right after that. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Now she, she said that uh, uh, when, right when Hannah was leaving, Jungle was telling her to live, 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 right? And now she can tell people that it's really hard to live. If you, you know, in this life, there's a lot of pain, a lot of trouble, a lot of problems, and, 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 and it hurts. But that's what living is, and I'm going to live. It was a great speech she made. I mean, spontaneous, though. It wasn't written, I don't think, but the, the word came out. The jungle really said it all, said all these things. And yeah, Kyoko is standing right next to her said, yeah, 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 and we are going to live. And it was really very inspiring. And I'm hoping I'm just telling this, you know, to you and hopefully our podcast, you know, Pacific Rim listeners that I'm just trying to explain as much as I can. And I'm hoping I'm making any sense at all right now. Yeah, you are. You're good. You're good. Don't yeah. worry. No, I think. Oh, that's very poignant. Really, really good. And the whole the whole whole things are archived in in fight in the fight TV, right? Yeah. So uh, yeah, it, whomever loves wrestling the way we do, uh, just go ahead and, and watch this show. Or, you know, even if you don't recognize all these participants and that like. Because wrestlers from nine different companies, and some of these companies are not, you know, big, huge company. But uh, you'll recognize wrestlers from PRJ. You, you'll recognize wrestlers from Sendai Girls, Pro Wrestling Wave. One wrestler from All Japan and Noah, you know. Then some of the wrestlers you'll be recognizing from DDT. And of all places, Okinawa Pro Wrestling wrestlers. Yeah. And you still enjoy this. Yeah. Anytime there's some sort of combination show um you know whether it's january 2nd for all japan where they have special guests or anytime there's a show like this the wrestlers are always very good at demonstrating who they are and backstories that's right that's right that's right um, oh yeah it's kind of like you you have guest appearance in in like long-lasting you know Drama was NCI yeah. was you know, <laughs> exactly uh, Law and Order or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Jungle Kiona, Kyoko Kamara may be different, but I think everyone knows 
that story, you got the show. But as far as yeah. just from a wrestling standpoint, most of the wrestlers are able to communicate things pretty well. And anybody, by wrestling, yeah, anybody, oh could, anybody could understand it. Yeah, an underground wrestling organization, triple six wrestlers, <laughs> really good. You know. So the next match yeah. was a two-on-one oh, handicap. Oh, it was like after this a very emotional Jungle Kyona comeback. And, and had an ex exhibition against Kyoko Kimura. Then this, that uh, light, very light-headed, but heartwarming, Hiroto uh, Sakura's doing Hana Kimura. Yeah. And she does it so good. And impersonation in a costume, like she came out with Hana Kimura's Oedotai costume and the black dark hair, Bob cut and just, guys, she's like a cosplay wrestler to, I mean, the best of them, you know, this, it was very interesting. And three opponents, they didn't announce, oh, two opponents, uh, you know, this, the Saori Ano from Actress Girls, now free, free agent, but uh, she was very rookie rival of Hana Kimura. So it, it makes sense to have her in there. Right. And did the montage of what they used to do. And then Kaori Yoneyama, now, uh, she's a funny wrestler, right? Yeah. But Yoneyama, now she's what? Uh, she's doing something, a new character with the stardom, uh, Des Desuyama or Fujikian yeah, uh, yeah. Desu. Some, I mean, clown character whose costume and all that. But uh, Kaori Yoneyama is, was, is, is, very close personal friend of both Hana and Kyoko. Yeah, she's yeah, closer right to uh, Kyoko's age. She's been around a while. Yeah, and also when they were, you know, when Yoneyama and other JWP wrestlers training rookie Kyoko way back 18, 19 years ago, Hana Kimura, like a 33, four-year-old, Hana Kimura was always at JWP dojo watching that practice. So this connection was just all there, and then Hana knew Yoniyama all her life. Yeah, and Yoniyama's so a very happy character. Comes out, you know, there's going to be a good time. Yeah, and he, she's short and chubby, but actually great athlete. Yes. Yeah. Then the third wrestler opponent as X, you know, and then the music hit. Oh my God, it's Aja Kong music, and the real Aja Kong shows up. You know, and then, 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 you know, Hana Kimura by Sakura Hirota goes, no, no, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. And of course, you know, when somebody like you're Andre the Giant or somebody shows up, you don't want to wrestle, right? But exactly. it was just so well done. Yeah. And same Aja Kong, same Aja Kong, same costume, same person. Yeah. And she's not retired. Yeah. And he was really, really good. And also, there was an unannounced fourth opponent. It's Rina from Stardom. Yeah. That was the, the unannounced. Because after all, Hana was Stardom superstar when she left. Right. And Rina was carrying Hana's costume as a second. Right. Yeah. And the Rina now... Two years later, these young girls grow up so fast in, in two years, she wrestled like adult now. Yeah, Rena's now grown up and becoming her own person. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's like accepting, I mean, all of us, you know, that she's becoming her own person, and now she's in, in, in a grown-up league. And uh, it was really, really good, yes. Yeah, and Rena was... the main event. And then Rina. Talk about Rina. Go ahead. But Rina pinned um, Hirota, and so it's yeah, almost. Of course. It's almost like sort of like passing, in essence, onto Rina. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, in the comedy <sighs> match, but something was serious too. Yeah. And everybody knew the you know what they're doing. Yeah, there's more and of a the message. Audience was with them. Yeah, because audience knew exactly what they were doing in the ring yeah there was yeah. a message there yeah so but, understanding it was was really clear yes yeah 
And then the final match. Oh, very, very serious main event. Uh, Shuri against, oh, her name is Asuka in Japan, but there's another ring name for English-speaking word, Vinny. Yeah. Yeah. Because Asuka is confusing with WWE Asuka, right? Uh, sometimes, yeah. That's why I really feel like she should change her name, but that's not up to me. Yeah, but the, uh, all the actuality, she was Asuka before Kana became Asuka in WWE. That's true, but sometimes yeah, when but someone... it's really confusing because WWE Supers are so famous. Yeah, you if know? you have a bigger platform. That's why they, they, they came up with the name Vinny. Yeah. So, are, you are you hearing the airplane going, going by yeah, above my apartment? I can hear a tiny sorry bit. about that. Oh, it's fine. Well, the Haneda Airport changed their route. And uh, a lot of planes fly right over, you know, my neighborhood now. It's okay. We just want to hear Kiki. That's what matters. <laughs> uh, Kiki woke me up a couple of hours ago, and I fed him, and he went right back to bed. Yeah, Sherman's <laughs> asleep, too. My cat Sherman. Usually he whines yeah. a lot. Very verbal. Whenever the show comes on, you and I record yeah. it. Silence. And then, then, then this guy feed me, feed me, and I feed him, and just... Take a couple licks and go goes right back to bed. Yeah, he has no what interest. That for? Mike Sherman has no interest <laughs> in being on the show. He's like, yeah, doesn't care. But back to this main event, Shuri Stardom Rossi sent their champion right to this show, and Asuka, um, Vinny, we should call her, um, is very mysterious wrestler. You know, very, right. very first. Uh, what they call it a non-gender wrestler. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, both uh, con had personal connection with Hana Kimura. Vinny Asuka was a personal friend of Hana and also made tag team a couple times. And Shuri was always Hana's favorite wrestler. And this single match wouldn't take place anyplace else. You know, Shuri has stardom, and that stardom's like becoming bigger and bigger as made in you know, women's major promotion. So many, such a big roster right now. Right. And Vinny Asuka is another type of female wrestler that goes to different companies, not stardom roster. You know, so this match was really, really <clears throat> um, interesting because this match it wouldn't take place anyplace else. That's number one, and also. Their style actually clicked in that ring. You know, like, hello, nice to meet you, right? Because it's the very first time they really had single, you know, serious single match. They, although they met in other tag teams, like six men, six women tag team situation before, but never had single match. Sometimes it's dangerous to have, you know, first meeting single match in such a surrounding. But they, the, these two wrestlers really clicked, and it was really nice and good to have serious single match. For the main event. Yeah. You know, it really sounds like a really touching event all around. Oh, yeah. It was a good night of wrestling, and I forgot it was Monday night, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, because you know that if you lived in Japan, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sundays, you have so many live wrestling cards here and there, not just Korakan, maybe two shows in Korakan, Saturdays and Sundays, but Shinkiba or Shinjiku or other places that some wrestling's going, and New Japan have you know best of Super Junior going right now, and Pro Wrestling Noah just had this Ota World Gymnasium big show on Saturday, and there was other wrestling on, on Sundays too. Uh, yeah, in fact, Korakuen two shows uh, for for New Japan you know, all weekend, and then and, uh, and Monday night you know it was really hard to do Korakuen, but uh, it was a special night that the, the people who wanted to come in and to honor you know, Hannah's memorial that uh, had a very, very nice crowd. And also, it's two-year anniversary, right, after since Hannah's pass, passing. But in Japan, it's called Third Memorial. You count the day she left as one, then one-year memorial is one year, but the exact two-year memorial is like a one, two... We count the day she left. So one, two, three. It's like in, it's a Buddhist thing. It's a third memorial. Uh, 
It's different. Huh? Do you anticipate we'll continue having Hanuma Memorial shows? Oh, next year? Oh, I'm sure they'll do. But Kyoko, I spoke with her on the phone last night, and she was so tired, you can't think of it right now. Yeah. You know? But, uh, yeah. Um, they ran out, ran out of merchandise at the table, so people had to leave their name, you know, so Kyoko will send them T-shirt and other things because they ran out of goods at the table at the end of the night. So she going to start sending packages like today. <laughs> Interesting, huh? Well, that's good. There's so much support. That's that's good to hear. Yeah, because it goes right to a court fee. You know, there's court battle going, you know. Yeah. And also, I'm, I'm hoping that the new bill, uh, the new law will pass, you know, and this or next, next, you know, Congress and National Diet that the, uh, the cyberbullying and and the in, insulting, you know, or abusive word or on on social media, that you know somebody has to do something about it and make it legal because there's no law to cover this thing, you know, and uh, yeah, I'm hoping that uh, this Hannah's cause, yeah, will change. I'm not entirely, but uh, yeah, the start changing the world the way we want, you know, people want. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, because it's becoming Kyoko Kimura's, like, I mean, that's her task. That's her, this is her, you know, right now. Well, let's yeah. talk. Let's talk. And please, yeah, I, I want to make sure that if, in, you know, if you're interested, um, Fight TV has this on their archive. So it's a good, such a good show to watch. Yeah, and it's a great way to, to just support it in general. So yeah, check that out on Fight TV. And also they, um, they, yeah, um, had this, uh, Hannah Kimura's video montage at the beginning and at the end, end row, you know, and then I almost broke there, you know? <laughs> yeah. Cause a lot of, you know, video footage exists on Hannah Kimura, right? They showed it on, on the big screen. Like he was, she was there. And, uh, yeah, just watching that video montage that the footage at the, you know, beginning of, you know, opening video and, uh, and, and, and raw, uh, like movie, they showed Hannah's clip. So it was really good. It, just watch that. Yeah. Um, speaking hey. of stardom, yeah. um, the uh, five star Grand Prix is, yeah. uh, Gonna be coming up here. Oh, it's kind of, yeah. It's like your G1 climax type of thing, and uh, it's twenty-eight, thirty participants. Yeah, it's not on right in front of me right now. But when I spoke with Rossi a week ago, also he was counting that it's round robin tournament and that the A block and B block thing. Everybody wrestle everybody else, and you'll have 30, uh, 12, 13 matches each person. And he was counting that maybe this year's winner, it's like eight win and four loss, will still be in final. Does that make sense? Yeah. Sometimes, you know, when you have, you know, 13 uh, that the, the single matches, like G1, G1 Climax, usually the winner or, or, the, of the, or the final two of the tournament, they're like, uh, like 10, 12 win and one or two losses, right? But this year, so many participants and so many good single match, you don't know which one will win kind of situation. Maybe eight win and four losses, not great record, right? But those look like the numbers that the finalists are going is what, what he was hinting. Interesting. Yeah. So more parody. Yeah, so it'll be like a lot of surprise in there. Lots of parody this year. Yeah, like uh, same points, uh, like a five final. Yeah, yeah, something. Yeah, it like, makes sense. I mean, there equal are points and like uh, not just two wrestlers, like uh, five wrestlers in the same point all the way to the last night, you know, very last night of the tournament. And they have to go to do a one night small tournament to do so, you know, to really make the final two or something. Yeah. When you think about it, there are a lot of potential winners. He's built up. A lot of wrestlers. And there yeah. is just wonder. In the past, it seemed obvious who could win, but maybe not this year. 
Yeah, and then also, did they do the Cinderella tournament to, you know, to crown new star? But this five-star Grand Prix is more like a G1. That's like yeah. a total number one wrestler of the year thing. And, you know, Kamitani is like almost my pick. And uh, Utami is still, you know, Utami Hayashishita is still strong. Right. And, uh, yeah. Thekla. And Shuri. Shuri. Defending. Yeah, because she's a champion. Right. But uh, still, she's, I mean, even in the tournament situation, Shuri still is very much favorite. Yeah. Shuri, Utami Hayashishita, and the, the Saya Kamitani. Yeah are my three picks. You know, I think you're right. You could also throw Who? in... I also like Thecla. I think she's a possibility. There's always Ju Julia... Oh, Thecla, oh, she's... You know, I have to tell you, she is very interesting, and I believe she's God-sent child of wrestling of this decade. Yeah. Yes. God-sent child of wrestling because she is so intimate with that ring. The way she put legs and legs and arms around the ropes, the way she touches the turnbuckle, the way she sit on canvas, the way she rolls out of the ring, it, she treats that wrestling ring like that's her house, that's she's, her home. She's different. I like it. It's different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And some Bray Wyatt in there. <laughs> yeah, sure. And sir. some Lucha Libre in there. Yeah. And some Europe, you know, European style in there. But it's completely joshi and she speaks japanese yeah she's a yeah. she's she's a different one that's why there's a lot of them that's yeah, very different out. yeah there's yeah, the, i haven't seen somebody like her in a long quite long time that's right. why i said this wrestler this woman yeah. is the, the, the latest godsend child in joshi pro wrestling she's so intimate with this wrestling ring and the whole atmosphere. I guess there's yeah. there's a lot of competition right now in, in stardom. It's pretty it's pretty amazing. The eye oh, for like talent. Five different factions. The eye for talent is yeah. impressive. Yeah, stars or uh, uh, that the Julia's. Oh, I forgot to mention Julia. Yeah, yeah. she's also always favorite too. So, um, like four or five wrestlers that can be the winner of this tournament. Oh, at least. Yeah. 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 Hey, um, That's why there's going to be some surprises, you know? Women's wrestling, very popular with stardom. And kind of an announcement that was made by All Japan. Suwama says they're interested yeah. in starting women's yeah, wrestling. I hate to throw a cold water on what, what they're doing, but it's, in, to me, it's total nonsense. Nonsense? I'm sorry. Total nonsense. Why do you say that? Because there is no way anything they're saying will take place <laughs> okay they are training female wrestlers right who mm -hmm. it's not all japan pro wrestling it's suama himself along with you know shuji ishikawa but the suama under contract full-time wrestler of all japan how could, I mean, I have no idea how could anybody, full-time professional wrestler, male wrestler, would be training female wrestler and to work where? It's not all Japan. All Japan pro wrestling, well, Suwama himself said it, that the, that these female wrestlers won't be working for all Japan ring. And where are they going to be working? They are not opening up a new women's company. And the company that opened, the name is Evolution, uh, the, known as, you know, the, the Suwama's faction with All Japan is Evolution, right? But they, they opened a new company with new money called Evolution. They're supporting. But uh, are they, Suwama said they will be using All Japan Dojo to train these female wrestlers, but it's not part of All Japan. And they are not opening up women's company. Uh, any of these make sense to you at all? I just want to know, is it going to be separate? Is it going to be on the card with All Japan? No, not on the card. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. All, this All Japan Pro Wrestling as it is right now, they're not going to have female uh, women's match 
within that frame. No. So it's totally. Are they opening up a new women's company? They are not. And the the other person as a president, you know, I I actually went to the press conference the other day, and because I wanted to know what they had to say, you know, then there's they are training. Okay, uh, uh, right now, please sending your resume, right, and uh, we'll audition you, right? Then it's like a female teenage female athlete who want to be you know professional wrestler do they want to be trained under swama if you want to be wrestler right now you go to stardom you know what i'm saying and also i'm not sure if they knew this but there are 15 female joshi company just in tokyo okay 15 they are all training their own rookies okay and they were saying that after they they debut new female wrestlers that they want other you know female you know joshi women's company to use them i don't think they will you know because they're training all these companies are training you know training their own rookies own development and they are going to use their own roster, you know. Then also, the okay, provided. Swama did train female wrestler, maybe one or two. I don't know. This is a guy. He said he wants to train as many women's wrestler as possible. It's like, if they come, right? But uh, this is another person. The evolution president says, okay, well, we're gonna train these female for three months and debut them they don't in japan you just don't have three months training in debut rookies not done you know even in this any wrestling company's dojo system 10 rookie come in and one or two make it that's the way it just it is right right and these rookie will probably face each other in rookie match but where all japan is not using female wrestlers and uh, are they going to train female wrestlers not knowing where they're going to work? Then they say, it's uh, uh, we'll have these wrestlers under contract. For who? It is none of these make any sense right now. Are people follow me? Well, I mean, you see, like, for example, NXT 2.0. And all the green people there, some are good, yeah. some aren't good. And that's what you're mm-hmm. going to get without veterans in the ring to lead to lead rookie talent. You can't really have two rookies in the ring and expect them to improve. You've got to have veteran women in the ring to help these rookies develop. It's just, it's just the way it works. Yeah, and then also there's a reason that male rest pro, pro wrestling and female wrestling were separate, you know, the, I mean, existing, completely separate. And Joshi Dojo to men's wrestling dojo, and the coaches are different. Uh, that the, there's reason for women's wrestling, this unique, you know, style and development. And you be trained under, you know, the, the traditionally people like Jaguar Yokota trained, right? Kyoko Inoue, uh, you know, trained, you know, dozen wrestlers and what not, right? That Suama has never trained female wrestlers. Right. And he was talking like he feels that the female, you know, Joshi female wrestling has potential, like he discovered it yesterday. <laughs> it's like, none of these made any sense. I was sitting there and said, oh, oh my God, you know, in the press conference, I didn't, you know, have any question or anything because other people, question because they're puzzled too is is there going to be all japan pro wrestling women's division and answer was no are they going to are you going to put these female wrestler on all japan show answer was no and uh the other person answered that after we debut our rookies that the that other i'm hoping that other companies use them i kind of don't think so you know what i'm saying and I believe uh, the only Joshi women's wrestling Suama has watched 
was a little bit of ice ribbon. That's it. And now that the Suama and Tsukasa Fujimoto of, of ice ribbon are friends, but once you train a rookie under your umbrella, under you know your wrestling you know school or whatever the environment, ice ribbon too will become your competition too. They're not going to help each other, and it's just none of these things you know things make any sense at all. And also when you train a group of rookie. You will need dojo, and you will need dormitory to have them live. Right. And who's gonna make chanko? You know, it's like, a, it's like they just didn't really cover all these ground in saying that they're gonna train female wrestler and they're gonna debut female wrestler and they're gonna do this and that. It's like, are if I were a teenage female uh, athlete who wants to be, you know, female wrestler. I'm just go. I'm gonna go straight to female females company. If it's Stardom or Sendai Girls or Pro Wrestling Wave or I mean existing women's company, that's the environment you want to train under. Not All Japan Dojo one or two female and train after All Japan guys use the ring. And uh, how many hours can you really train? And also Suama has full time schedule with All Japan Pro Wrestling. He should be focusing winning his triple crown title back or winning champion carnival or he and his partner should, you know, want to win in the real tag team tournament in December. Those are the things. He's a full-time professional wrestler under all Japan pro wrestling contract. How could he have freedom to do everything he said he was going to do? None of these make sense. We will see. I mean, I mean I'm, not, I'm not bad mouthing it. I just, see what I don't see. Right. Yeah. No, you're exactly right. Hey, let's... I, I just don't think any of these will take place. Then again, they were so excited to open a new company with new fund. And uh, Suama, I'm sure his idea is genuine that, that he wants to train female wrestler with all Japan style. Idea is great. You know, where they're going to do it, I don't know. And where, where are they going to have these new couple rookies to wrestle or any other company? I don't know. It's just none of these is planned well. I hear I'm you. hoping that that's making, huh? You're watching the uh, best of the super juniors. Who are you liking? Right oh now? yeah. I, I stayed up late and watched Samurai fighting TV Samurai and got part of the Korakuen show. And my, my personal favorite, personal favorite wrestler in this tournament is in TJP. Oh, yeah? So good. Yeah. And also his essence of, you know, American pro wrestling and Japanese pro wrestling. And he, he also has this Lucha Libre influence and combine and make it into his own very original style. And also he's LA New Japan Dojo graduate. And he's, he's in his 30s, but he's been doing it 20 plus years because TJP has been wrestling since what he was 13, 14. And such a, I mean, he's gifted. Such a gifted wrestler. Yeah. You know, but I think well, this tournament, well, this year has what the 20 participants, you know, but uh, <clears throat> it looks like it will always come down to uh, Hiromu Takahashi and El Desperado and Taichi Shimori. Those are top three, like strong top three. But other guys, oh, new guys, you know, they're all good. I'm just hoping that the New Japan world. I mean, lo loyal New Japan fan base pay attention to wrestlers like TJP. So talented. So talented. I really like the finish to uh, ELP and Doki where they did the tribute. Yeah. They did the tribute to uh, Jushin Liger and the great Sasuke where they ah, came yeah. off the rope, See, they fell. Yeah, because... These yeah, these generations this 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 generation's wrestler grew up watching people like Liger and Sasuke and Ultimate Dragon and Super Dolphins. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah. did they did the and, and evolved. I thought I it mean, was great. I thought it was I thought it was great. You wouldn't expect TJP I, against Robbie's single match the spot and sauce, I mean high speed and things I've never watched. I mean never seen. It's just like a, Oh my gosh, slow down. I can't follow it. 
<laughs> yeah, I think I think ELP is great as far as um, he's very willing to do whatever to get things over. I mean, losing. And also, he can prove that that the wrestler, professional wrestler, can make it <clears throat> outside of WWE system. He was with WWE, you know, you know that the two hundred five live or NXT that some talented individual just don't fit in WWE system, right. which is okay. In most wrestlers today, they won't go to WWE and become WWE superstar. But at the same time, there's an individual like TJP that should not be in the system and go around the world, travel around the world, and go to different ring, different environment, in front of different audience that he can shine as his own superstar. Well, that's exactly it. I Does think that make sense? It makes it's perfect so, sense. He's so talented. Yeah, no no knock against WWE, but it's not the be-all, end-all, and it doesn't work for everybody. So, yeah, it's nice to, right. it, that, nice that, to have yeah, options. Being released and got, you know, yeah. so many wrestlers being cut and released. And for some wrestlers, that's the end of their, their wrestling career. But it, it was some wrestlers that should not fit in that WWE system. system. And uh, there should be a place to work you know, around the world, you know, that they can shine. Right. And TJP definitely is one of them. They can shine in New Japan or they can shine in AEW. Oh, perfect. Or, perfect or, for New Japan Junior Heavyweight. Or GCW. Yeah. There's a lot of different places and a lot of different companies to shine. So, mm -hmm. you know. Oh, more companies should have more shows. Yes. And that's, it's not like you know, 1980s and 1990s into millennium that you have to have TV or something. That you, now it's live streaming that, that they can produce their own shows and with your own footage that streaming in, on, on the internet, has, you have like thousands of wrestling program or something. And, uh, or you need to be discovered, but, uh, or you have to go in and look for some, some, of, the, some of these shows. But uh, the, the markets are there. And also, it's not like a television show, but the, what's on this streaming programming is just as good as 1990s TV shows. Oh, gosh. The talent is better. The talent. Yeah, talent's better. And oh, my production gosh. Is good. You grew up watching Oregon wrestling, you know? Well, and, you know, the other day I was killing time. I wasn't feeling so good, so I was watching the network, just watching, like, old Raws and things. And, God... The matches now are so much better. I would argue maybe the storytelling could be better now. Easy. Or they should slow down a little. Yeah, you more, know? it could be more episodic TV. I would, I'd probably enjoy that better. Or cut, cut, you know, cut the stuff in half, like yeah. what they do in the ring. In my, you know, for my taste, it's like they can do just half as much and still be great. Yeah. You know? Yeah, there's still yeah, time. But so talented. Oh my Thank gosh. Wrestlers, so talented. We're so very talented. spoiled. We're and very also spoiled. We, we are finally witnessing these wrestlers and new generations of wrestlers who grew up playing Nintendos and PlayStation exactly. and whatnot. But. The video games. <laughs> yeah. There's a very. Oh, yeah. And then you work like video games. There's an influence. Human, human body can do it. We didn't know about There's an influence there. Yeah, yeah. Hey. And that's why it's. Uh, <laughs> well, when we were doing fire, you know, super fire pro wrestling, it was, the technology wasn't there. <laughs> but your storylines were there that you wrote for fire. fire yeah, I, don't, pro. I don't even play that much, you know. Which, uh, was weird. it super fire pro wrestling? Which one did you write for? Yeah, yeah, the story mode. Yeah. Was it but 10? Now they, they're digging out the old video games. It's like, wow, I did that 19, back in 1994, 28 years ago. My gosh, you know. But uh, Which game was evolved. it? Which, wrestlers evolved. Which specific game was it? Was it Super uh, Fire Pro Wrestling X? Yeah, ten? Super Fire Pro Wrestling by Human. Right. Yeah, Super Fire Pro Wrestling 3 even? Yeah. Did you write the one, the suicide storyline? Was that you? That was my idea. That was, okay. Yeah, producing game is always team effort. You know, I did, uh, I produced and I wrote the story mode, but it wasn't just my sole idea. Like I wrote it, but uh, the, the, the programming and, and uh, it's like 
thousand, not just thousands, but it's a million possibility that you can walk into different paths, right? Right. It's a story mode. You make yourself restless. You have to prepare five or six or even dozen outcome, you know, that you went to New Japan path, you went to Old Japan-like path, you went to Korogachi-like path, but you came back or, or have a match with, you know, uh, have a match against people like a Gracie family and uh, every possibility had to be you know, in there because it's a game. But and, it always uh, comes yeah, back. The, you hear the gunshot at the end of the game. It's just, it was like depressing and it wasn't my idea. I'm sorry. Nothing to be sorry about. It's memorable. <laughs> every few yeah, months. Yeah. Every few months there's a oh, tweet. Yeah, people ask me to this day. All the time. You know, did that guy die? We didn't have a shot. You know, that there's anybody killing himself or anything like that. But you hear the gunshot, right? Right. So he must have done it. I don't know. Yeah. So that's the answer you don't know? Well, you can't say that he did it, but you heard the gunshot at the end of the you know, video game and uh, you have to assume something happened. Have I? So I want to leave it at that. We've talked about it before because he said it mm -hmm. comes up every so often. What inspired yeah. you to do it? Have I ever asked you that? It, I told you it wasn't my idea. Okay. It's a sad ending. I don't like it. But it was team effort. So the team wanted you know, the Yeah, yeah. The video game is such a team effort that the, so many people pitch in so many ideas that the good one ideas and, and they, they all had to go, and go in. And a lot of the people are wrestling fans, so they don't know. Oh, they are wrestling fans, of course. Oh, okay. They're talking 90s Japanese wrestling and video game, and uh, they wanted to do something that cannot happen in the, in the real wrestling world. So they pitched some, so many ideas, and uh, I wrote my own, you know, scenarios, And but uh, it was like a, like a, like I said, it was team effort. The old idea had to go in there. Chaotic. Hey, uh, one last you, thing. You may not get that far either oh you know, I, I never do keep winning i never do i think i still have my copy here um, <laughs> okay okay yeah uh, i was gonna great muto keji muto's got yeah, an announcement I have big announcement to make and you are assuming that the day will come that uh yeah because he will turn 60 this year in december right so he hasn't announced it, so we sh shouldn't really assume or, you know, make it sound like that's it, you know. But uh, we have to think that uh, when somebody like Keiji Muto telling people that he's making a very important announcement, that had to be it, right? Now, Dave says, yeah. in Dave's opinion, Muto, mm -hmm. he thinks, is probably the most famous active Japanese wrestler right now. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah. Not that he has full-time schedule. He hasn't had full-time schedule in the last seven, eight years or so. But uh, he selects his matches, like what Ric Flair was doing, or Shawn Michaels in the last four years of his career, or The Undertaker. He only worked WrestleMania, right? Right. So uh, that's like that. But uh, every time Keiji Muto wrestles, it's a big event. Yeah. It instantly becomes huge event. You know, like, oh, it's a big show that's coming up. Keiji Muto Wrestling. He does not wrestle at Korakuen Hall or the, any touring schedules. But the way he does wrestle, yeah, that's always like, that, that's a big deal thing. If And when he comes in, he makes sure that the, he has something really special. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying he's retiring. You're not saying he's retiring. Generally speaking. Yeah, we have to wait until he himself makes an announcement. If, yeah. the, if that announcement does come, do yeah. you, I mean, you think that could sell out a big arena? His final oh, match? Of course, of course. M more influential than we, we think. Because we've been watching and we've been following, you know, Keiji Muto and Great Muto for th four decades now that... that uh, Actually, there are a group of fans or generations of fans or generation of actual wrestlers who grew up watching Muto. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, so uh, his legacy, I mean, such a long legacy. And, and uh, yeah, so influential. Because 
people emulate his style. And he's so influential that the, he, when he couldn't do the big, you know, huge standing drop kick, he invented short drop kick, you know, drop kick to the low side. And then in the very next day, entire world started using that move. The, the night after he introduced the Shining Wizard, you know, that the running knee kick thing, that the night, the day after he introduces his uh, Shining Wizard move, very next day, all these guys from independent company copying it next day, in America too even. And uh, Dragon Screw into figure four leg lock. Yeah, Dragon Screw leg sweep existed, but Muto made it and revived and made it so special. Figure four leg lock, of course, existed for decades, even over 100 years, but he made figure four into very meaningful move once again. Moonsault, yeah, when, when he started using Moonsault as a rookie, nobody else did it, but every single athletic wrestler in the world today does Moonsault. You know what I'm saying? So influential, yeah. Well, we'll talk more about Muto depending on what the announcement is. But we yeah, shall see. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah, we anticipate that. And then uh, it may be his retirement, but uh, it, it, what else would be the big announcement he'll make? But we still have like wrestlers who are older than Muto active, like Tatsumi Fujinami, for instance, or Yoshiaki Fujiwara, um, you know, Ultimate Mas Dragon, Great Sasuke, Super Dolphin. They're in the late 50s. Yeah, Mas you know, Masafuchi. Uh, Oh, Masafuji was 68? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, oh, Fujiwara, over 70. Yes. Is that? I mean, Ric Flair's... Not a full-time schedule, but he still honors you know, four or five matches a year. Yes, he's not retired. Jerry Lawler's wrestling. Ric Flair is retiring. Is it... Again, he's wrestling. Is it... And, uh, yeah. So, well, Fujinami and Ric Flair, uh, very similar. Yeah, yeah. Well, Fujinami hasn't been retired, but but he only wrestles probably three or four times a year. That's it, you know. Uh, I mean, I it's guess it's good to see that real legend in the ring. I mean, that's wrestling. Aja Kong, she's younger, but still older for a female yeah, wrestler. Aja Kong, uh, Minoru Suzuki, like it's fifty-four ish. Yeah. yeah, but they are looking like they're still in their prime sometimes. Yeah. And people like, in such a good shape, like Minoru Suzuki, it just age is only numbered and just almost doesn't matter. Yeah. I think Chris Jericho is getting that way too. Yeah. Do you think people in Japan, yeah. does it, does it, I mean, age is looked at differently in Japan. It's more respected. Whereas we have a primarily more of a youth culture in the United States. Yeah. Is it different to wrestle older in Japan? Yeah, but the older wrestler won't be wrestling, you know, Okada or Naito or anybody like that. You know, it's just like almost like a two sets of wrestling or something. Yeah, that's true. I when mean, you go, yeah, when you go watch New Japan today's New Japan Pro Wrestling, you expect today's New Japan product. But it, when you go to like a rather legend-oriented show, you enjoy that atmosphere too. I do. Yeah, a lot of times it's almost like the seniors tour. They put them yeah, in the against seniors league. Yeah, yeah, kind of like a golf. Yeah. Yeah, they put them in against others, other wrestlers their own age, their own era. Right, and then, then they do the spot they all know. You know, we all know, and just I mean, different heights. But like a Masafuchi's body slam, it's just part body slam. But when he does it, it's just his thing. You know, and it's just yeah, I cherish that. Well, I guess also when we went to the Baba memorial show a few years ago we yeah. saw the we saw the mascaris brothers and they were of course oh okay oh yeah and you didn't think it was sad right no well, of course aged male mascaris but uh guys like kazayashi and nosawa rongai in there and he just fed themselves you know and yeah flying cross chop or even the 70 some year old <clears throat> male mascaris flying off the Top rope to do the big crossbody. It wasn't 1980, 1970s, 1980s crossbody, but it was crossbody of Mil Mascus nonetheless. And uh, we enjoyed it. 
Didn't you? Yeah, Kazuyas, she worked really hard. Really hard. Oh, yeah. You know, and also, they were such uh, Lucha Libre fans. Yeah. Yeah, you could tell. Yeah, and then you want to be in the same ring with Mil Maskers. Oh, great that uh, we're young enough, old enough to be able to be in the ring with this guy. And uh, I touched him, you know. And it's just, uh, I can tell they're having the blast. They're having a time of life, yeah. To be in the ring with Mil Maskers, doing Lucha Libre with him. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it all just kind of comes back to the point as I touched him. Just like yeah. with... Uh, with the uh, match in the Hanukkah show, same yeah, I, same idea. Canvas. Yeah, I touched him. Yeah, just like dealing with Koji Kanemoto, or whomever it is. Oh yeah, he, he yeah. came in and then he kicked everybody. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, yeah, like it was his prime time, and all these younger wrestlers wanted to touch him. You know. There we go. I and guess that's what it all comes back to, to, to tie everything up to bring it full circle. Yes, I touched him, and we love wrestling. Exactly. Today's wrestling, yesterday's wrestling, legend, legends wrestling, today's product. There Best of Super Junior is great, and uh, yeah, then Keiji Muto is still great. And you're How's still that? great. How about that? <laughs> no, I'm just, uh, you know, I'm a lucky guy that I uh, made a living doing this. Here we go. Well, uh, Fumi, how can people get in contact with you on social? Okay, on on Twitter. At Fumihiko Dayo, F U M I H I K O D A Y O, Fumihiko Dayo on Twitter, or just Fumi Saito on Facebook. Please message me first. I'll return the message right away. And you can tweet me at Jim Valley on Twitter. Until next time. So long from Tokyo.